I want to welcome you to the Darren Sargent Show. This is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. Welcome back. We are beginning season number two. It's been a minute. It's been a busy, busy time, but we are launching this first episode of season two right now, right here on the Darren Sargent Show. Glad you've joined us. Let's get started. Today, we are going to be talking about the power of a pivot. The power of a pivot. All of us are aware that life is constantly in flux. Things never really slow down, no matter how old you are or where you may live. It may appear to be slower for some, determined by maybe certain factors, but it is the same 24 hours in a day, 365 days a year, Sunday through Saturday, life just keeps moving forward. However, the struggle gets real when we are faced with situations that we neither anticipated or saw coming our direction. When life hands you challenges that you are not prepared for, the tendency is is for us just to kind of throw up our hands, or in my case, my hand, up in despair, give up or get angry because it's not what maybe we were expecting. It is in these moments that, if truth be told, we discover a lot about ourselves. Usually, if we are looking, we can find things that come out in moments of pressure that we're not real fond of, things that need work in our life. I remember growing up playing basketball in junior high and the coach teaching us about the pivot. Basically, the pivot is a movement in which the player holding the ball may move in any direction with one foot while keeping the other, which is the pivot foot, in contact with the floor. If you stop dribbling the ball and you had to keep one foot stationary while pivoting the other to get a better position to pass or shoot the ball, moving the other to get a better position. Now, Most people that played basketball with me knew which direction I was going to dribble. It it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out, hey, he's going to go to the right. So they could trap me in the only direction that I could go, and I would have to pivot. I would have to make something happen while being in a very precarious predicament. Life is a lot like that when we find ourselves trapped by something that wasn't expected. We anticipated things to maybe turn out a certain way, but they didn't. We thought people would handle us differently, but they didn't. We anticipated things would go a little more smoothly in that situation, but that didn't happen. So we feel trapped. We feel stuck. We we are living in a moment where we are trying to have to figure out the next steps in order to see things through. So what do you do when you find yourself in a circumstance like I just described? How do you maneuver through when you are suddenly uncertain of the future or faced with a situation that maybe you didn't see coming your direction? I think there are four things that you have to do in times like these that I want to spend a few moments discussing in this first episode of our second season. Number one, you have to pause. There comes a point in the dilemma where you have to stop and kind of regather yourself. Several times in Scripture, we are introduced to the heroes of faith who were told to be still and know that he is God. 
they were told to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Sometimes you just have to pause. You have to catch your breath. You, you have to stop long enough that you remember that you're, you're still trusting in the one who you know has the ability to see you through it. It is tough for most of us to pause because it, it is so our, our, our makeup, who we are as humans, it's tough to stop. We always want to try to fix things and move forward forward, but it is so vital in times that you find yourself uncertain of next steps, unsure of why things have happened the way that they have, or people have done what they have done. It's so vital to pause, to be still, to stand still, because if we do, we'll remember God is still working in ways that we may not see right now. The second thing is you have to protect We have a tendency to get frustrated, angry, maybe even bitter when things don't go the way that we expected or we handled or we were handled in a way we didn't see coming our direction. You have to protect your spirit in times like these. You cannot allow a root of bitterness to spring up that could cost you your salvation. It's not worth it, folks. I refuse to let a situation or a person keep me from living in the abundance that God has for me. Even David faced this when we hear him pray in Psalm 51, verse 10. It's, it's a famous psalm, creating me a clean heart, O God. But watch the next part, and renew in me a right spirit. He had to work on his spirit. I can't control what someone else does or what someone else may say about me. But I can control how I respond and how I act moving forward. Life is way too short to be governed by someone else's opinion of me or the assumptions that they may have. The third thing I have to do is I have to pray. I must pray. I need the help of God. You may be able to you you may be able to make it with without God's help through your through your ordeal without prayer, but I need the help of the Lord every single day of my life. Men and women of scripture had a tendency to to look unto God, look to the one that is able. When they prayed, they they showed you and I that they were able to handle the storm better. Maybe they were able to make better decisions in the middle of said storm. People that know how to pray, they, they, they're able to keep their trust in the one who is in control through it all. If David had to pray, I need to pray. If Moses had to pray, I need to pray. If Jesus had to pray, man, I really need to pray. And finally, the fourth thing is you have to proceed. Finally, I have to keep moving forward. After I have paused, after I've searched my spirit and kept it from getting twisted into all kinds of knots, and after I have prayed, I need to proceed. The Bible says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. And while that is true, steps are only ordered if they are taken. So I have to step into the future, knowing that he knows the way that I take. He is in control. He knows my heart. I have said it before, but it bears repeating. In the act of creation, God moved on the face of the deep. He acted in the middle of chaos, and things appeared, and and they were created, which tells me that God is not a monument. God is a movement. And if you and I are to be what he is calling us to be, we have to move. We have to step into the future with faith, believing that God will make a way.
So if you find yourself in a jam, pivot. Start looking for the opportunities God has in front of you. It may be difficult. It may even be painful at times, but know this. God will never leave you. God will never, ever forsake you. He's got you. And if you can run this race with endurance, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, there is a reward waiting for you, something greater than anything this world can ever give to you. You get to hear the words when he says, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter in. We got to keep moving. It's the power of a pivot. Thanks for joining. Looking forward to getting back into this podcast starting season two. Check us out online at darrensargent.com. If you have anything you'd like us to talk about, shoot us an email. Respond. Subscribe. Rate. Review. All the things that you're supposed to do with the podcast. You guys are awesome. Have an awesome day. And remember the power of a pivot.